This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening and welcome to the Wednesday night Fox's Tale. Uh, as always, get your questions in. We've got a great guest on tonight for you. But it's Wednesday night, it's half past seven. It's El Scorcho today in England and it's time for the Fox's Tale. I say, uh, Get your comments in. Let's uh, let us know you're in watching us tonight. Evening, lads. Sorry, Russ, you got the wrong person, mate. Evening to Matty Bond. Evening to everyone who's on Facebook watching tonight. I'll bring in the co-host, the bloke who makes this all happen every week, who gets the players to come on. Jamie from the Foxes Arms. Hello, Tom. How the devil are you? Are you good? I'm enjoying the hot weather, mate. We're taking it from you for a couple of days. Blimey. It's a, it, you said El Scorchio. It is definitely El Scorchio here, that's for certain. I've had a day off the beach. Anyway, that's enough about me and the sun here. Should we get straight on to a guest, shall we? Yeah, let's bring him on, mate. Right. Tonight, tonight we've got Phil G. He, uh, he came from Derby in March of 92. Brian Little brought him in. Uh, a joint a joint with big old sticks here in Ormond. Paul Kitson went the other way. Uh, he had a bit of a loan spell in 95 with Plymouth, and then he left us in 97. He actually scored the first, he got our first point with the equaliser against QPR in the uh, Premier League in 94-95. Were you even born then, Tom? 94-95? I was born you were in 86, there. mate. I was born in 86. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And then he very nearly got a hat-trick for us against one of his old clubs, Derby. So I think we ought to uh, bring him on and ask him a few questions. Let's bring him in, then. Good evening, uh... 
Mr. G. Evening, Phil. How are you? Evening. How are you? Shall I start again going then? Shall I ask the go first one like normal? Yeah, go for it. Rightio. You came with uh, Ian Ormanroyd in, a, in a, a joint deal with Paul Kitson going the other way. How does that actually work, getting two players to leave one club? Was it a bit of a nightmare trying to sort it to get to come to Leicester? Well, to be fair, I didn't even know that Stick was coming with us. Um, oh. I met, John, uh, I met John Gregory at the, um, the Donington Thistle. And <clears throat> when, I, when I met him, he asked me where Ian was. Uh, the first I heard it. But we <laughs> went to, both met up at Brian's house. And uh, Ian went in to see him first. And then we didn't know that. Kitson was going the other way, though. Oh, so, as simple as that, then? There was no... A bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was no... It was just literally a handshake, sign the forms, and you were asked to play the next day, was it? Hey, more or less, yeah. We came down and had the medical the day after. Um, passed that. And then we were... I think we played... Um, in Portsmouth at the first game. After. That's good. And was the medicals back then, there must be, they weren't as hard as what they are nowadays, are you? didn't have to go through all the physical strength test. Was it a pretty easy medical or was it, because nowadays you see them and they're doing yeah, all they, kinds of stuff. Yeah. They, um, it was just um, x-rays. Um, you put on the heart monitor, um, things like that. Not to, It's not as in-depth as it is nowadays. <laughs> and also, one of the que one of the questions I was going to ask you as well. It's a bit before you came to Leicester. Was you started quite? You were a bit like a Jamie Vardy back then because he didn't start uh, professional football till quite late, and you didn't start professional football till you were twenty one. Was it a hard step up for you when you moved from uh, Gresley Rovers to Derby? Was it all quite easy or was oh, yeah. hard? Um, no, it was very hard. Um... I went to Gresley pre-season and didn't even think I'd get in their team. Um, had a good pre-season. Um, started the season off well. Uh, after a nil-nil draw, I get a call from Gresley's manager saying Derby wanted to sign me. I said, what, after last night? <laughs> <laughs> and then you had, you had quite a good time there at Derby, didn't you? You had a good few years there. Would, would you say oh, yeah, that was probably um, one of your... Started... Go on. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Phil, go on. As I say, I started off in the reserves um, and did quite well, really. We we won the old Central League. Um, I, I got 32 in 28 games. Blimey. Got two goals, two goals in the first team at the back end of the season. Um, one of them, we got promoted to the second division from the third. Which is now League well, League One as is now. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we got promoted to the second division and went through that and won it. So you've got quite a few medals in your cabinet or uh, back then, have you? You still got the medals from them championship times. Yeah, uh, my son's got me um, my uh, league medal. But it's nice having some trophies yeah, from back then because. As a... <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, mate. Yeah, he got the Central League medal. He got the Second Division Winners' Medal. Um, and 
that it was into the first division, which was a lot harder. Oh yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? The third division back then there was a lot. There was a lot more. Um, the tackles were a lot harder going in back then. Now, wasn't there? You couldn't go through the back of people, and that being a striker was a lot more hard work back then, wasn't it? Yeah, I've still got the scars on the ankles to prove how, how tough it was with the uh, the centre halves coming straight through you. So, as as we're talking about centre halves, then who would be the toughest one you've ever faced? Steve Walsh in training. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? A lot of people have said that, Stevie Walsh. It, was he was he as hard in training as he was in uh, a game? Yeah, uh, Steve trained as he played. You know, top top pro. Yeah, got sent We're trying to get him. Top, it was a top. Oh yeah, pro. he's going to be on in a few weeks' time. So you'll have to come on and tell him that you thought he was the hardest tackler, the hardest centre half. He'll love that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any questions from the fans, Tom, out there watching? Yeah, got a couple of questions. Uh, one is, did you ever play for a football game behind closed doors? I think that's to do with what's going on at the moment. Um, I wouldn't say behind closed doors, but um, in the old third division, there was there were sometimes not many people in the away game at the away games. I mean, pre-season yeah. friendlies. This is what reminds me of. Now the the game's been played behind closed doors. Pre-season friendlies were just like that. You could sometimes there was only a couple of hundred people there. Yeah, you get quite a few nowadays, don't you? There's quite a lot of go to pre-season friendlies. They're quite quite interested. Mm, nowadays, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, Ross has put a question up there, Tom. Can you see it? What was it like to play at the old Wembley? That's the one I was coming when you, to. Because you came, you came on as. Did you play the Blackburn game or came on a sub? I can't quite remember. You were in the squad, weren't you? Came on a sub. Um, big, big gutted, to be fair, because um, we, we sort of got up to the playoff games and then uh, I, I hadn't scored many goals when I first came there. Uh, we got one against Tranmere and one against Cambridge, I think. Uh, but the pick Rooster. Fans Rooster, fans, yeah. Um, yeah, he was a bit where the fans uh, loved him. Yeah, and I, um, I then... I sort of in the. Uh, I think I played the first game against Tranmere, uh, up at Tranmere, and then uh, Rooster played in the, the the home game. But what was it like walking out at Wembley then? Cool. I think it was. Um... I was uh, Cambridge, wasn't it? Tranmere yeah. the year after. Yeah, Tranmere was the year after yeah. when uh, Speedy got sent off, wasn't it? Yeah. What a surprise. Walsh and Speedy both getting both getting sent off in their careers. Not surprising <laughs> there with the two players like that. Yeah. So what was your feeling like the build up to the Blackburn yeah. game when you came when you were were playing? It must have been something to play at the old Wembley must have been absolutely fantastic. Well we we travelled down, we were playing on the Monday and we travelled on the Saturday. Well, yeah, the Saturday. We went to the game on the Saturday and we went to the game on the Sunday and played on the Monday. And the gaffer says he wished he hadn't have done that. Or too much hanging around away for three days, yeah. Rather than just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We, um, we were starting to get a bit, bit restless watching people play at Wembley. We just wanted to go and play. Did you actually and go and watch the other games, or did you just watch them on TV? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you went to watch them, did you? We went to watch oh. them, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's 
that built up the crowd a bit, wasn't it? <laughs> right. Um, hey, there's one. Ross again. Ross seems to be quite popular tonight, Tom, doesn't it? It does. The Joker in the dressing room. At your time. Who was the Joker there? Um, myself and David Oldfield, I'd say. We um, we were we got on Brian Little's nerves a little bit, I think, because we had the same sort of sense of humour and we were always playing off each other in the dressing room. And is there any funny stories you can tell us? Well, oh, no. We, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the players have said that, to be honest. I can't really say any funny stories. <laughs> what was that one, Tom? Uh, the one was, oh, next one, Darren. You had some good few goals at Derby and a few more for us. Any favourite? And do you ever fancy being more of an out and out uh, man in the box? Um, I, was, I think I was supposed to be in the box, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, but you had a good you had a good right foot though, didn't you? There was a few long range goals you sh you had. A, yeah, I remember right there. I only, I only a shot from a shot from there because I was too tired to carry on. <laughs> I mean the one in the one in particular no, we, I remember um, is the oh go on. No, go on, carry on. Uh, I was gonna say the one in particular game I remember the is the Derby we, County one. Yeah, the, the first one or the second. It's the one I didn't uh, score that I uh, remember the most post. Where you jinked inside and hit the post from about twenty five yeah, yards. Yeah, from yeah. about from about forty yards, yeah. How many yards yeah, did Jimmy you set Jimmy Greaves on the TV saying, don't shoot from there. Yeah, I, I remember watching that on the highlights, yeah. But, I mean, what was it like scoring against Derby, though? You got two that night. And I can't remember, um, did you I, celebrate or was it? So, did I? How did you did you celebrate? Then two goals. Because you score, were yeah, scoring yeah, against Derby. Did you celebrate properly, even though you'd been playing about six or seven years for Derby? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a point to prove to their manager, Arthur Cox. Um, he sort of... I wouldn't say destroyed my confidence while I was at Derby, but I wasn't a very confident player in the, the last three years of my time there. And I just wanted just to prove to him that I, yeah, yeah. I could still play up front. I think you certainly did. You certainly did. I mean, when you were here, you um, you played at... Well, you didn't play in all three finals, but you were the club for the three finals. Was it? What was the mentality of the players each year? I mean, because we lost to... Blackburn, then we lost to Swindon, and then we finally beat Derby. What was the mentality of like after we lost to Blackburn? Was it oh next year we're going to do it, and then the same with Swindon? Are we going to do it? No, we, we were very confident. Um, I mean, showed some I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't play in the second one against Swindon, but we, they showed some right character to get back from three 0 down, and another dodgy penalty, but. <laughs> Uh, the game against Derby, I'd, I'd, to be fair, I'd say the game against Blackburn, the game against Swin, we were probably a better team. The game against Derby and the game against Palace, we probably weren't. And we won the two that we weren't. Oh, yes. Oh, the Palace, oh, of course, you were still here for the yeah. Palace. I thought, yes. But, yeah, I forgot about you were still here for the yeah, Palace yeah, game. Yeah. So that's four, four playoff games. I was, I was injured. Uh, I was injured. Right, big spider just to. Um, oh yeah. 
confusion and everything spot Ida was, wasn't Mark it? Edworthy after the game and he said that he did put it did put them off Palace with him did coming it? on. Blimey. Yeah, that's what he told me. Yeah. That's well if it's a master strike by Martin O'Neill, that was then, wasn't it? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's, um, Keith Goddard's just put a question. Oh, go on then, Tom. Go on. Uh, no, you your question first. You're at the club. You had three managers. I think it was Brian, Little, Mark McGee, Martin O'Neill. Who was the best manager you worked under? Um, they were all good in their own way. Um, being a Villa fan when I was growing up a kid, um, he was one of my very first heroes if you like him and uh, Andy Gray playing up front and to be picked up by him as manager at Leicester you know it was quite a thrill to to play for and you've got Alan Evans and John Gregory there as well I knew John anyway but um, Alan Evans was there as well he was in the, the Villa team that won the European Cup and League Cups and the league yeah, so it was uh, it was really really to play Martin McGee was different. He was sort of, he left Colin Lee to do most of the coaching. And Martin O'Neill probably saw him about 10 minutes every training session. <laughs> quite, quite a few have said that, haven't they, Tom? There's a lot of said Martin O'Neill didn't do a lot. Came in on about a Friday afternoon or Friday morning to say mm. his words, and that was right. about it. Uh, question yeah. from the fans were all might just run behind the goal and at the lap of the pitch. <laughs> uh, you were known for winning penalties at Leicester, very much like Vardy. Was it your intention to try and win penalties, or were you generally going for the ball? Uh, genuinely going for the ball, I'd say. You know, uh, the only time I've ever sort of took a dive was when the ball was running away from me and I slowed down and the defender ran into me. So, <laughs> one way of sort of getting a penalty, but yeah, I, don't, I didn't cheat. It was just I slowed down. Or were you too tired at that point because you said you couldn't reach the other, the other, said you weren't quick enough? That's it, I slowed down. I've got a nosebleed because I was in the box. <laughs> uh, there's, a there's a comment here from Bash Grab Higher. Do you know who that is, Phil? What's that? There's a comment here from Bash Grab Higher. Do you know who that is? I think it, it's an ex-teammate of yours. Oh, yeah, Richard Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good lad. Yeah, he pops up now and again. When... Tough one in training. Was it? He Go on. me a few times. You must have some stories. Now he's watching yeah. live, you're allowed to tell him some stories. <laughs> Come on, let's say a story about Richard Smith. You can tell us. He was a great, <laughs> a great dancer. On. Oh, was it, Mister Twinkle Toes? Was it? <laughs> oh, he, 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 he could throw a few shapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he likes it. He's laughing at you, so he likes it. Um. So, what are you actually doing now then, Phil? What's, are you still in football or are you doing something totally different? Are you out of football? Oh, is he gone? Um, I went out to pack in. I uh, went to... No, I'm still here. Yeah, go then. 
Yeah, when I when I packed it, when I packed in, I went to uh, Wolves as one of their scouts. Uh, with Mark McGee, who was manager of Wolves. So I, wor I worked with them for about four seasons. Uh, then Northampton, I was with them for a season as kit manager. And then I uh, I went into the rail industry as a, um, uh, a fitter to start with. And then I'm in QHSE now, um, in the rail. Oh, right, yeah. So you, you didn't fancy going into management or coaching or anything then, properly, once you'd finished? No, no. Um, I've spoken to the PFA about doing my band and stuff like that, um, but with the coronavirus, I don't think there's been any courses running, so I've got to wait to hear when, when the next ones are coming coming around. Yeah. It's, um... <laughs> He's just answered back. Yeah. <laughs> that, must have been, that must have been the clean, funny story you could tell about Richard Smith. <laughs> um... Are you st uh, Keith Goddard's asked a question. Yeah, are you still playing football. for Derby Masters? Are you still playing any football? Are you still playing veteran football? Could you repeat that, please? Because you broke up a bit. All right. Yeah, Keith Goddard's asked, are you still playing for Derby Masters? And is Robbie Savage invited to play for Derby? Robbie Savage? Yeah. Did you say? Yeah. Oh, all right. Are you still playing for Derby Veterans, Robbie, the Masters? Robbie wasn't. I don't know. No, not anymore. Um, you're not playing for Derby? Not five, six years ago. Radio. Yeah, Keith must. No, have... no. Yeah, um, Keith we must. Might, have... We might be playing in a, a charity match. Uh, yeah. With the um, for the NHS. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any questions there, Tom, for you? I haven't kicked a ball for about five years now. Oh, haven't you? Yeah, a bit like me and Tom. We don't kick a ball that often anymore, do we, Tom? No, forget that. We're not too old for around now. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> Go uh, on, Tom. Was, yeah, what was your best moment uh, while being at Leicester? Sorry, what was that? Uh, what you was your best... a little bit. Sorry, mate. What's your best moment while being at Leicester? Playing for Leicester. Best yeah. moments. Um, scoring the uh, the goal against the goals against Dublin. Uh Scoring the first goal. What takes a point in the the uh, Premier League? That oh, was, against uh, QPR. Yeah. And all four. Yeah, all four and scoring against the Villa um, <laughs> after Brian Brian Little's first game back. That was uh, that was satisfying. I bet it was. I bet it was. And um, yeah, you know the, the playing at Wembley. I mean, that was such a such a great great moment of anybody's career to play at Wembley and to achieve it was really good. Yeah, are you going to? Um... Ask the last question then, Tom. So we don't yeah, keep still any longer. Yeah. With the uh, football now back in the Premier League, uh, what have you made of the games being played behind closed doors? What do I think of it? Yeah, what have you made of it, yeah. Did you say? 
Yes, 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 Phil. Yeah. Well, just show. I think, I think it shows how how important the crowd is to the to the teams. You know, the crowd's behind the players, and sometimes it's wave after wave after wave. And with no crowd being there, it's just it's backwards and it's forwards and it goes back again, and it's like they are taking it easy because. They know they're coming to the end of the season. They know Liverpool are going to win it. And they'll just get to the end and start afresh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody will get injured. No, nobody, nobody wants to get injured, do they? Just like pre-season friendlies, really. But, right, I think... Yeah, it's just like pre-season, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's breaking up a bit. So I think we ought to leave it there, Tom, because it's breaking up a little yeah, bit. So it's gone a bit choppy. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Phil. It's been much appreciated. Thank you for your time. No, no, we enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm glad we have bring uh, some old. Hope to come to a game next uh, next season when we're allowed. When you're allowed, yeah. When fans are allowed back, it'd be great, won't it? It'd be fantastic. Cheers, Phil. Much appreciated. Thanks, Thank mate. you. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Right. Cheers, pal. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Well, Phil yeah. G, you know, there's some more good stories there. Shame about the internet was playing up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, some say. good stories there, wasn't it? Hey. Up, up. Richard Smith's like Richard Smith's football, gotta come yeah. on and defend himself about his dancing now. Come on, He man. has done. <laughs> I will. I'll drop him a message. I'll drop him messages later and see whether he's gonna defend his dancing moves or even show his dancing moves. That'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, but man, right, he's definitely, yeah. he's definitely got to come on. So, uh, we'll have to sort that out now. Cheers for joining we'll us again, to, Jamie. I keep trying. Just remember, just remember, though, everyone, we haven't got a show next Wednesday because we've got Everton. So, there's yeah. no there's no Tom next. Sorry, not, not Tom. No Fox's Tales next week. No Fox's Tales next Wednesday. Everton away. Massive game after the uh, results, the uh, last couple of results, the 1 1 draw at Watford and a 0 0 against Brighton. Uh, Mass gave on Sunday, so we'll have a pre-match uh, before that uh, against FA Cup against Chelsea. And then we say we move yeah. on to a massive game now with the results going the way we have uh, tonight so far. The teams have started to claw the way back. Only six points, I think, Man you now offers. Massive game going to uh, Everton away, and uh, we've got to start picking up these three points if we want to push the Champions League. But as ever, thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Much appreciated, mate. You're welcome. But, but on the good side, on the 8th of July, the week after, we've got... Brian Little. Ah, there we go. That's going to be go. a good one. In two two weeks tonight, we've got Brian Little. An ex-manager coming on who uh, has had a few of the players now uh, who've been on the show. Well, yes. We should hear some good <laughs> stories from him. Definitely. Right, I'll see you later, Tom. See you Cheers, later, bye. mate. Take care. Bye-bye. And as for ever, it's, uh, thank you again for joining us and your comments. Much appreciated. You know, without your comments, we can't do the shows and it's uh, brilliant to have you on as always. Once again, thank you to our uh, sponsors. You know, they keep us going. We don't do it for anything and they uh, they give us all the equipment we need to do it. So, as ever, enjoy the nice weather and I'll see you uh, on Sunday.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.